Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I am your host, Linda Malone, certified conversion copywriter and founder of The Copyworks. In this podcast, I interview marketing and copywriting experts on all facets of, well, marketing and copy, with an emphasis on the link between the two, with a focus on creating higher conversions in your B2B business. I also include recordings from the other side of the table where I'm interviewed by the host of other podcasts and short clips of tips from yours truly on copywriting. In short, you'll find something for everyone in the marketing and copywriting B2B world. Let's dig in. My guest today is Sven Muchow. He's the founder of Muchow Marketing. So a lot of e-commerce businesses struggle with understanding TikTok ads and staying profitable. Sven founded Muchow Marketing to help those brands get results. And his team manages everything around TikTok ads for them. He's a self-proclaimed adrenaline junkie and nomad. And he's the only guest I've ever had that when I asked for his address said, I don't have a home address. <laughs> so, and purposely he gets lost in mountains or jungles in foreign countries just to get a thrill. So in today's broadcast, we talk about why and what brands should run TikTok ads. Are Facebook and TikTok ads really that different? What are some common mistakes that he sees that brands make? And what strategy has worked best for clients in terms of creative and maybe even a few secret tips that he is going to tell us that others don't. So let's jump right in. So welcome, Sven, to my podcast. I'm excited to have you here because, to be honest, I don't know the first thing about TikTok ads, and I figured you're the perfect person to talk to. So thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I wanted to start with, like, I love hearing the backstories of people, like how you got into marketing, and specifically TikTok, because TikTok has only been around for how long? It hasn't been around that long. Right. So I'd say TikTok itself, I think 2018 officially. So, you know, really around, it's been probably since, I want to say like end of 2019 or so is when it kind of started emerging as an actual platform. Yeah. How did you get into like marketing in general and then specifically what led you to TikTok? So for marketing in general, it kind of started in college. So as a reference, I'm 25 now, so I didn't, I graduated college not too long ago. So I was in college and kind of thinking about what could I do that I like, obviously, which pretty much every college student does. <laughs> and I love traveling a lot. So I'm originally from Germany. I went to college in the U.S. for five years and I've been in Australia before that. So I knew I wanted something that's remote, especially since I knew I was international, so I might actually leave the country, or even if I don't leave the country, I knew I was going to move from Kansas City, which is where I live. So that's kind of how I got into marketing, really just owning something remote. I saw some, it's funny, I saw some videos of Gary Vee online. Like, oh yeah, you know, advertising and marketing is kind of cool, and you know, I have my own business now, and it's scalable in a way, more than some other things. Um, yeah. And obviously, with advertising, for example, you know, get budget with clients, get them more sales, et cetera. And, you know, so I like that aspect. So start with Google and Facebook ads kind of locally. And then TikTok I got into. So I actually made the shift to TikTok. So it's September now and I made the shift around 
roughly February or so. January, February slowly started shifting. I made a couple of posts about TikTok, TikTok ads, because I saw it as a super good platform. Yeah. And so a couple of people talk about it on YouTube, mostly drop shippers. And that was just doing really well. Like my reach on those posts was a lot better. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just followed the demand, to be honest. You know, I looked into it and I really liked the, the way the creative is set up. Like, I really like TikTok compared to Facebook. I feel like it's more authentic advertising in a way. So that's why I made the full shift. I kind of just followed the demand on that, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's, that's the idea. That's the way to do it is to look at where people are, what do they look like they want or could use. And then you, it's like people who ask you all the time about something within your business. If enough people ask you, it's like, hey, maybe I should create a product around this. I mean, it's, you know, that's always the best way. So you're responding to your audience or your potential audience versus, hey, I'm going to create something and then see if anyone wants it. I mean, that's, that's never, not usually a good way to go about it. One thing I have to back up a little bit about, because I found it interesting. I ask all my guests for a home address because I send out handwritten thank you notes for people. And you said, I don't have one. And I, and then when I saw that you call yourself an adrenaline jockey, like you're the total opposite of me. Like when I drive to the next town, I consider that a road trip. It's like, (laughs) so has that always been like, you always love to travel like that? Well, not to this extreme. So as a reference, why I said I don't have a home address because I actually don't. So I'm not a resident anywhere anymore. I gave up my, my general residency. So I'm still, I'm still a citizen, but not a resident anymore. So I don't have a, in my passport says no home address. <laughs> so every time somebody asks me, like, I might give my parents house, but I don't really have one myself. So like, obviously I'm European. So, you know, as like my family and stuff, when I was young, oh, we used to go on vacation a few times to Spain and stuff. I was never really like into traveling. Actually, I was pretty scared about moving away from home, like right after high school, during my last year of high school. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to move away from all my friends and all my family and stuff. And then one of my friends went to Australia for like a few months or so, booked her flight. It's like, oh, I should do that too. So I just like randomly booked that flight to Australia. I went to Australia for a year. Uh-huh. And then it kind of started like, you know, I want to get away from home, from your hometown, honestly. Like it's a, it's a whole new thing and you'll never come back and feel the same way about it because, you know, the world is so big and you come right. back to your hometown, it feels different. Yeah. So then I came back, went to the U.S. because I played basketball. So I played college basketball in the U.S. And then like, at that point, I've been away from home for, for well, six years after I graduated. <laughs> so I came back and straight, I was just in Bali for two months, went straight to Bali and now I'm in Los Angeles right now since this week. Yeah. Uh, for two months or so. And now it's like, I just don't feel like I belong anywhere. Right <laughs> just, I just go where I feel like. <laughs> it's funny, but just setting up this interview, uh, initially, I think you were in Bali because we couldn't coordinate the time. It's like, it's 60 yeah. at my time and it's like three in the morning your time. I'm like, but when you said, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in LA soon. I'm like, well, how is that even anywhere near related? It just, <laughs> it's, it's not at all, to be honest. It's not, well, that's the time to do it, yeah. though. You know, when you get older, it's really, it's a lot harder, trust me. So it's, it's fun when you don't have ties and stuff. But anyway, so getting back to the TikTok thing. So one of the things I find interesting is that I've written a lot as a copywriter. I've written a lot of Facebook ads for clients. I have not written TikTok ads. So what's the big difference? Like if I were to say to you, okay, I want to start writing TikTok ads. I've only done Facebook ads. I mean, what would you tell me, you know, would have to change? Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest mindset shift is how you approach the creative, right? So for TikTok, you pretty much only want to use UGC, user-generated content. So you got to have a creator usually 
record the video for you of your product. And I, I'm trying to establish the saying, be a bro, not a brand on LinkedIn. I don't know if that's like a cool saying, but I, I like to use that because basically what it is, is you want to be like a friend on TikTok instead of a brand. You know, you want to recommend a product instead of trying to sell your product. So that's like a, the big mindset shift where it's like, okay, it doesn't feel like I'm just scrolling through TikTok and the user talks about XYZ product. And does it feel like they just recommend it to me? Or is it actually like brand like, hey, here's, I don't know, the, the new vacuum cleaner and it's like super great and stuff. And for TikTok instead, it's more like somebody's just vacuuming their living room. It's like, you know, I found the super cool vacuum cleaner on Amazon or whatever it is. So it's really like more coming from a user perspective, making sure every time you look at it, it's, yeah, it feels like user generated it. And then obviously you have some, TikTok hooks are a little bit different than Facebook hooks. So those really mostly go into um, just kind of scrolling through TikTok, spending time on TikTok, and then, you know, just learning the different type of hooks that work, mm -hmm. that type of stuff. I, and it's interesting you say that because it's so true. It's like, so it's like having a friend say, hey, because I use this analogy when people say, oh, I hate sales. It's like, well, we're always selling to each other. We just don't call it that. It's like if I use a product and I really like it and I say to my friend, oh, you got to check this out. So it's almost like that's kind of the TikTok mindset then is like, I like this, I use it. And so you should try it too. And it's not like, you don't feel like you're being sold as much. That's exactly it. It's more like a, a very soft sell compared to Facebook where it's a little bit of a harder sell. So the ads themselves, I did a quick search and I, I don't know if I just can't tell the difference between them or are they purposely created so that it doesn't look like an app? Yeah, in some way. So uh, do you mean like the, the way the creative is filmed, the scripting and stuff? Are you referring more to like the well, everything around it? Yeah. What does a TikTok ad actually look like? Because I don't know. I mean, the only, the things I've seen. Okay. So here's one of the people I follow on TikTok. He has these cats and it's really funny because he, it's evolved into, he calls them the business boys. And so they're little cats and they have these little tides. It's hysterical. He's a stand-up comic, I think. And now over time, he has started selling air purifiers and he incorporates the cats into it. And there's a link in his profile to this air purifier and he takes out the filter and it's filled with cat hair. And he's like, and he's talking to the cats about it. I mean, is that considered an ad or is that just in a uh, promotional product? Yeah, so that would be more like a um, affiliate or influencer marketing, that type of stuff. Um, yeah. Actually, TikTok ad is, so it shows up in your feed and after about three seconds, the little learn more, shut now, whatever button kind of slides in from the bottom. Okay. Um, so it's very subtle. It's not like Facebook ads where it's kind of right on your face, like, hey, buy now, right? And actually with TikTok ads, if you click on the, you know, it has the little profile image right next, next to the username. And if you click on that, it actually doesn't go to any organic profile. It just goes to the landing page, which is you actually don't need a TikTok profile to or have a TikTok ads. That's why, because if you, if you click on it or tap on it, because it's on the phone, you'll never go to the profile. You always go to the landing page. So that will be considered an ad. It doesn't. And what you're talking about is more like influencer marketing, affiliate marketing type of thing. Okay. Yeah, and sometimes in the case of the affiliate marketing, it's almost like with this particular person, it's gotten, like I stopped following him for a while because every video was actually like a hidden ad. Mm -hmm. and so I was like, all right, I, I liked watching the cats play around. And now I'm like, I'm not so sure. I, I don't need an air purifier. And 
you know, but I noticed, I think he may have backed off from that now because I was on there the other day and he's not doing all that. So, so speaking of things like that, so what are some common mistakes that you see brands make with their ads? Right. So it's mostly, like you said before, you, you say you've done a lot of Facebook ads. It's, it's a lot of that, you know, trying to just basically script a Facebook ad and then, you know, fly to TikTok. Because like I said, those usually don't work, you know, also on the creative side, it's, it's usually a little bit different because you want to have more like the, the creator, the influencer in there, you know, showcasing it in different ways. It's usually faster paced. A lot of brands make the mistake of like if Facebook ads, you know, showing the same thing for like six seconds or so on TikTok, you usually have like a cut about every, every three seconds. Sometimes it can be five seconds, sometimes just two seconds, but relatively quick cuts. And then also. A lot of brands make one of the mistakes, they either sell too hard, so they go too hard into the Facebook ad category, they were, where they were, like I said, it's a soft sell, and they're really trying to sell it really hard. Yeah. And then there's the other side where they think, oh, you know, this organic TikTok did well for us, it got like a million views or whatever, must be a great ad. And then they wanted as an ad, or people don't realize is those organic TikToks, you know, you need to get views. So it's like funny or something, all those type of things need engagement. And they're often missing like an actual benefit. You know, you still need a benefit. You still need to sell it somewhere, right? So you still need to incorporate. I like to incorporate two benefits in, in each TikTok ad and a call to action at the end. And those organic videos often don't have that. So like either goes one way, they sell too hard or they sell not hard enough at all. Okay. So it's interesting. So it's like with demand gen, you know, you could do a lot of demand, like, and this is where like myself, <laughs> I kind of fall short. I do a lot of like interacting on LinkedIn and I don't do much selling I, until I'm really, really comfortable with somebody. It's almost like I want people to recommend me. But then if you don't ever try to sell something, you're not going to sell it either. So it almost sounds like like that sort of situation. So what strategy ha has worked best for your clients like in terms of creative? Because for example, I know with Facebook, the image is everything, right? I mean, that's what really pulls. Is it similar uh, in TikTok? I mean, with, with TikTok, it's obviously a lot about the hook. I mean, same as kind of like Facebook. I, I think on TikTok even more so. Because, you know, if you think about TikTok, on, on Facebook, it's a bit of scrolling, right? And on TikTok, it's kind of like you just scroll all the time past every media. I mean, I mean you've scrolled through TikTok before, so you know how it is. And yeah. if you actually stop the scroll, it's like a major thing because you're still going to pay if somebody scrolls past it, right? So it's definitely that. And then uh, what also has worked well for us is showcasing the product relatively early on in the, in the clip. So let's say you have a 30 second video. I usually like to show the product in the first or second clip. But you know, then the danger there is selling it too hard again, right? So if you show it, you don't want to, you know, you just don't want to be like, okay, yes, this great, great thing you should buy. It should be more like a recommendation type thing, right? But definitely I'd say showing the product early on in the clips paying attention to the hook, testing different hooks. And like I said, having those two benefits in there, because otherwise they're just not going to convert. You're going to get all the metrics like click-through rate and all that stuff, low cost per click you know about. And then people complain about that it doesn't sell. <laughs> yeah. And what about, and I think I heard something about this recently, like with Facebook, when I'm writing Facebook ads, I usually work with, I, I don't write the ad. I mean, I write the ad, but I work with the person who's setting up the ad. And a lot of times we go over all the metrics. Does TikTok have the same sort of metrics as Facebook? Like what do they, you can, you can see how things are performing, how ads are performing in the same way. 
Yeah, so so the ad platform itself is pretty similar. You also have the, when you set the campaign up, you know, you have the, the goals like conversions, uh, traffic, the, it looks pretty much exactly the same. And then the dashboard is also, you know, you have CPM, cl uh, click-through rate, all the click, uh, cost per click, all those type of things. So that's very similar, yeah. Is it just as confusing to set up? Because I have never, like, I used to run an online business and I this is years ago. And I tried doing my own Facebook ads and it just, there's so much to know. I mean, is it similar to? to so like the technical setup is, I think, pretty intuitive. It's a lot easier. So you have some options you can choose from, but obviously in general, I think it's a lot less confusing and a lot more straightforward. I know like on Facebook, I mean, I've run a, a Facebook ads before. You need to have like, there's like five different menus on this, on the left-hand side. You need to choose something. You need to find your pixel and whatnot on TikTok is relatively straightforward. I think the hard part is actually then how people, you know, exact where you set it up or, um, you know, in terms of targeting mostly and the creative, like the biggest struggle for brands is really reading the creative. That's like with TikTok, 75% of the work. And that's really where you need somebody that, you know, understands the platform. The technical side isn't too hard, but I also will say the technical side doesn't have too much influence over how good of results you get. It's mostly the creative. And then the setup is probably like the fourth more, most important thing about it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know that, like I said, Facebook ads, I just could never, I could never do. And, and yeah, <laughs> but there was easy, if somebody knows the platform and understands how to interpret everything, it was easier to, to figure out that people I worked with were geniuses at it. I, I don't know. I just write the, the thing. And so how long, like I know, so in, I'm comparing to Facebook because it's you know familiar to me. I know with Facebook, when you do, you place an ad, it takes a while before the algorithm picks it up, like days. Like I'm always told, listen, don't freak out if nothing happens for a while. What about with TikTok? Is it more instantaneous that you see results or how do you, how long does it take to measure? Definitely. So in terms of like, I mean, you're of micro and macro level, right? So a single ad can definitely like work great within a day, within two days. That's not like this long learning phase. Okay. Uh, TikTok ads reps will tell you, oh, this is learning phase. You, you got to let it run. That's by the way, is another mistake brands make. They're like, okay, we think it out ourselves. We have a TikTok rep walking us through. And I'm sure you might have worked with like a Facebook or Google ad rep before, or they might have talked to you, right? And honestly, they just don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but, <laughs> There's a lot of that going around. I know. Yeah. And it's very common. I hear it with a lot of brands. I just said eight figure brand. And they were like, yeah. Right now, it's not a right fit. We try first. We have a TikTok rep helping us. And I know they'll be back in a month. <laughs> right. It just doesn't work. And like in a macro level, you know, across the whole account, I think from when you start running ads to actually seeing results, like good results, profitable results, I like to say like three weeks to a month. Obviously, you can have results within a week, within two weeks. Like I said, TikTok ads pick up instantly. But the thing is, you still need to find the right, like, what actually sells for your product on TikTok, you know, the, uh, the structure of your ad, like what type of view works best. So that's what takes longer, but like the ad itself can optimize within a day or two, and then you can just scale it up and then optimize it even further in most cases. And I, I would think it's the same sort of, the algorithm would also be that it sells to people who have expressed an interest. Like for me, I'll get all the cat video ads like or anything to do with cat care or something is that does it also pick up on that with tiktok yeah so so what, what's usually what usually works best is just 
in terms of targeting, having completely broad. And then the algorithm just, just like you said, just like Facebook kind of picks up what works, especially if you spend, the more you spend across your own account, you know, you get the pixel data and then it optimizes further and further. Like, let's say you sell grass, you could, you could target men and women, but it probably would show 95% of the budget to women just because it, it knows based on the results of the creative. So yeah, it pretty much optimizes by itself to some extent. So that's so interesting because um, now I'm going to really be looking for those TikTok ads because I don't think, maybe I'm just scrolling past them so fast that I don't know. But it, what's interesting is I just noticed this week and I've been on TikTok, not for a long time, but just as a user, I'm always getting bored with like the same, like I'm starting to see all the same people and very similar sort of videos and everyone's copying everybody else. And I'm just wondering where, you know, be just be interesting to see where it all heads in another year from now. It's still, because it's got to be exhausting to just, like I, I spoke to someone recently who is an expert in video. She said, you need to post like three times a day on TikTok if you really want to be up there with like, she goes, that's the, the top people who are really making money on it. I feel like in, in terms of organic, from what I know in Hazard, you can definitely work with less. I know creators that post like, two, three times a week and they got 250,000, 300,000 followers or so. Just like LinkedIn, the more you post, the more, you know, the more likely it is something works. But if it, honestly, if you know what you're doing, like once a day is completely fine. Yeah. And that's exhausting enough most days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes you just run out of stuff to say. But are there any like secret tips about TikTok ads that you're using that others don't? Uh, I'd say one thing that comes from my first is using unconventional hooks. I know on LinkedIn, sometimes people judge for that, like clickbait hooks or like sometimes slightly sexual hooks or something. I had an ad uh, where it said, the only thing I want in my mouth while watching Netflix, that was the hook for like cookie dough or something. And, you know, obviously everybody thinks about something else and people on LinkedIn are like, how could you this and that, but it works great. It you know, like, got attention. It yeah. gets attention. Like, not my fault. If it makes money, you know, as long as, the, obviously, if the brand is fine with it, you know, if the brand says, no, we want, like, fully professional. Right. But I recommend any brand to be, like, a little bit more, think about you on TikTok, you know, you know, on LinkedIn or corporate Facebook or something. So just relax and, you know. <laughs> it was chill out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think it always comes down to the brand. Like what the post that I talk about this is, is the post that got me the most views was when I asked if the F word is appropriate in marketing. And well, I, I saw that one, yeah. Yeah, that was a poll I did a, probably about a year ago. And I, people were either really angry with me or, but yeah, I got reactions. I've never had another post go that viral. And it was because I, you know, stirred the pot a little bit. That's what I'm saying. You want, you know, you don't want them to hate or like you, you, you know, if you're just nonchalant towards you, then I'd rather be hated or loved than just not known at all. Right. <laughs> and boring people to death. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I'd rather be controversial than all that other stuff. <laughs> exactly. Well, just to kind of recap. So can you give like a few, maybe top characteristics of a really great TikTok ad? So obviously the hook, like, uh, let's start with the creative, since I said that's like most of the, most of the juice, the hook, you know, just kind of looking through TikTok, looking at TikTok ads, TikTok creative center is a great resource. Uh, also PPS shows that's a paid feature and TikTok creative center is free. And um, you can just look at top ads there, obviously great hook. And then, you know, you want to choose the product at some point relatively early on, that's important. 
And then just making sure you have two benefits in there, you know, not in a way where it's like, okay, here's, here's this and this product. It's great. And there's this and this, but more of, a, of the creator saying like, here's why I love it, those type of things. So again, really from a user perspective, creator perspective, mm-hmm. and then just making sure you have a call to action there. That's one of the big things. It's like the top character characteristics. Obviously there's like different formats, you know, like you can use different formats, like top three things not to do and then introduce your product at the end or like just different structures, right? But those are like the basic things about the creatives uh, that I would recommend. Then in terms of like the ad setup, just starting off broad and then going on to targeting once, you know, you see what works. But in the beginning, I never target. I just leave it completely broad. If anything, I might do 18 plus so it's a more expensive product or anything. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like just a, a TikTok, do what it does best. I believe in stuff and go base of data, honestly. Is there anything in particular as far as a, getting people like a really good hook? Is there anything consistently that works? Because I see some people, and, and tell me if, if I'm wrong, but I see some people start their video. This is a re- regular video, though, by saying, stop scrolling and, you know, listen to me. It's like, that makes me scroll right past them because it's like, <laughs> don't tell them what to do, but I'm like, yeah, I'm very uncooperative. But is there... Like, is there something in particular that catches people's attention? Like, is it something in the video or something they say? So there's two ways since it's TikTok, right? You have like a visual. So obviously you can have like a crazy clip at the beginning, person doing something crazy, just like an intriguing scene, something like that, right? Instead of like, you see me now just with a wide background, standing in front of one of my laptop, right? I probably wouldn't use that in a TikTok ad because it's like, it's kind of boring. So like there's the visual part. And then obviously the written or spoken hook. There's a few evergreen ones that are always worth a try. Like you've probably seen those TikTok mainly buy it uh, videos. Okay. And there's so many of those organically, like people just recommending it. That works for ads as well. Okay. Um, just those type of hooks are always great. They're always worth a try. So that's, yeah, a few evergreens. Okay. Yeah. And I've seen that. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Where can people find you if they want to either hire you to do their ads or um, just want to learn more about what you do? Yeah. So, you know, on LinkedIn, uh, Sven Mucho, S-V-E-N-M-U-C-H-O-W, or on my website, first name, last name, so SvenMucho.com. And yeah, from there, you can find my ads. I do consult occasionally for brands. uh, So you can find all that on my website as well. On my LinkedIn or from my LinkedIn, go to the website. Either one is fine. Great. Okay. Well, thank you again so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. It's been a really great conversation. Thank you for having me. Okay. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope you found it valuable. And if you did and you enjoyed it, please be sure to share it with friends and business associates who may find it of interest as well. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to follow me on LinkedIn or you can reach out to me through my website at thecopyworks.com and we'll talk to you soon.